Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. With the biggest stories of the day, it's the Big Three at Three. Number one. All right, uh, number one uh, story here out of Houston as Dusty Baker and the Astros are in uh, West Palm Beach spring training. Uh, the fellows will be out there next week, Payne and Pendergast, so stay tuned for that. We'll hear from them. But uh, Dusty Baker spoke today, and this was interesting because Dusty Baker had no problem giving his thoughts when he talked to Jason uh, Bristol, had no problem giving his thoughts on uh, exactly how he feels about uh, the fact of where they are with their pitching rotation now that Lance McCullers isn't going to be able to start uh, opening day. Well, I mean, you got to ask the powers that be, you know. You know, like I got power, but I don't have authority, you know. So, yeah, I mean, that was always a consideration for me. But like I said, I'm not the – and at the time, we didn't have a general manager in place in order to make that move, you know. So, and like I said, I didn't have the authority to do that. Can't tell me nothing. Yeah, that was, uh, that was Dusty in, in response from Jason Bristol over at KHOU. Uh, hey, your thoughts about adding another uh, another arm – uh, uh, for uh, for the starting rotation, and uh, and now they're sitting here with uh, really no uh, no room for error. Now that Lance is is uh, not going to start the beginning of the season because of a muscle strain in his uh, in his elbow, uh, but Clint Dusty made it very clear he considered it, he wanted it. Uh, that is uh, that to me, boy. That that sounded like a shot to, to other members of the front. The uh, the front office and not making a move here. Yeah, look, it it uh, I don't know if if he if he was doing it on purpose or 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 not. But the, the minute I listened to that audio, I, I thought, well, damn. I mean, you, it's you're making it loud and clear that you wanted to, you and and then and then you're letting everybody know you didn't have the power to do it. So so you it's not it's not on your your watch. The powers that be, you should talk to them. And hell, we didn't even have a general manager at the time to make it happen if we wanted to. I, like I, I don't. I don't know any other way to take that or hear that when I listen to Dusty that that he was somehow some way kind of throwing some folks under the bus that that did or didn't make that or didn't make that decision to bring in anybody. And right now, in hindsight, it looks like a poor decision because Lance McCullers is uh, is having elbow elbow trouble out of the gate. So, look, man, I I don't want to make a mountain out of a molehill, but but I know me personally when I heard that, I immediately thought if I were a decision maker above. Dusty's head that was obviously responsible for all the things he mentioned I wouldn't appreciate my manager doing that mm, yeah so look I don't know if he has a reason you know what I mean uh, I, I, I don't I, I don't know but but this that can't sit well can't with with the higher up it can't it, it, and it, it, can't. it may just be a one-off hey it just it just happened and not be a big deal but boy if it is a tip of the iceberg of Dusty just kind of Going, hey, y'all don't look at me. That's on them boys up there, man. Them boys up there didn't make the decision. Not what I would have done. If that's what Dusty's going gonna, gonna, if, if that's what he's gonna start doing or or, or make a habit of, I would imagine it's gonna cause some problems. And I'll be honest with you, you know, I didn't, I didn't really think, because in my mind I always thought, well, they got six, they got six guys. Like in my mind, I wasn't thinking, boy, they need to add another potential starter. But now that it is. Happened. Hell, we didn't make it to the first day of uh, of, of, of of pitchers throwing That's a bad before situation. Lance got himself got himself injured. Yeah, you know now it. Now you look at it and you're like, all right, well, hell, 
Okay, well, Dusty is saying, well, what are the options if one person went down? And now, all right, they got their five, but we all know, like, Lance obviously missed time last year. Uh, Urquidy missed time last year. Uh, uh, Jaco DeRizzi missed time last year. There, there are multiple starters who missed time last year. Uh, Verlander missed time last year. But you looked at it, you're like, all right, they have their five. Even without Lance, they still had, yeah. you know, Odorizzi battling. Christian Javier was coming out of the bullpen at times. Options. Hunter Brown options. was you, down low. Yeah, you, you know. You They're were, sitting here right now, Clint, with Brandon yeah. Belak, uh <laughs> and – Brandon Belak, because I'm not taking Forrest Whitley serious. They, they, I mean, they're sitting here with Brandon Belak as yeah. the guy behind him if somebody else were to go down, if, if Lance isn't, isn't back yet. Yeah, I, like I would like to think, you know, if if something would have went just so far south last year where that team couldn't have, have been competitive at a World Series level, we all know they won it because they stayed ultimately down the stretch healthy and everything worked out. But had they... Had it, had they had enough injuries that would have kept them from competing for a World Series, we all would have looked around and been like, "Hey, man, it just wasn't their year." Like yeah. they they were just snake bit and and they they were they were locked and loaded, ready, and they were snake bit and they lost too many dudes. Like right now with the Astros, if Lance McCullers is injured and it's worse than we think beyond opening day, or it continues to be a problem, you can really look and say, "Well, you should have saw that one coming." You know, if if Hunter Brown doesn't just jump on the scene and do more of what he did in a small sample size last year as a young guy, you could probably look around and go, "Yeah, man, he's a young dude. You didn't really know what you had right there." You know, I mean, it's it's a whole different deal. One sixty two versus what he did last year. Yeah. Then you look at Luis Garcia and Jose Urquidy. You, those guys didn't do a whole hell of a lot when it mattered the most last year, and so. There's a lot could go wrong that you now go, I probably probably could have saw that one coming. Yeah. Hopefully we don't get to that point. No, I don't, I don't. But I think that's the difference between this year's crew and last year's crew. Like if Verlander, McCullers went down last year and Christian Javier didn't pan out and then Hunter Brown didn't pan out and then Jose Urquidy and like all of that, you go, okay, hey, man, just wasn't their year. Well, this year you, you seem like some of this stuff you could have anticipated. Now, there are five right now, someone on the text line, who are the five? I mean, Framber, Javier, uh, Urquidy, Garcia, and Hunter Brown. Right? Yep. That, that, that is cool, right? But, but the next the next person to start after that looks like either Brandon Belak or Forrest Whitley. Yep, you said it. And then, and we, and when we you going to pop big force? And, we already, and we already know the deal about the last guy. Force so is going to pop this year, 2023. Going to pop some pimples. What are you going to pop? pop a UCL or something? Why? Like, I don't know why. I mean, I, yeah, injury, I don't man. know why you keep and, going to that, man. And then, and because then, again, I'm not wishing for it. Would never do that. But we know this why guy. Why do you keep saying it? It's, because he's made a glass. And the and the manner that you're saying it sounds like yeah, he'll pop a UCL. Yeah, it's not. It's not. It ain't right. It's man. not wishful thinking. I do not have the power to put that on anyone, even though some right. might think so. It ain't right, and a real Astros fan wouldn't say those kind of things. That's not wow. true. He challenged well, me. You didn't even believe it when you wow. said it. Big three and three, number two. Wow, we lost a real Astros fan. We got a half an Astros fan <laughs> over there behind behind the mic on the other side. All right, the Broncos, uh, they, had, uh, they had interviewed several people to take over their D.C. job. Uh, and uh, Rex Ryan, uh, former defensive coordinator and head coach, went in for an interview. 
uh, as well as Matt Patricia, former uh, D.C., former offensive coordinator and uh, and head coach, uh, interviewed. But they have settled on, interesting enough, former Denver Broncos head coach Vance Joseph. Uh, he was the off, uh, the defensive coordinator for the Cardinals most recently. He's been a D.C. multiple times in the league, and now he is going back to Denver to work under uh, Sean Payton there. You know what blows me away is, and I and I and I truly believe this is a hope and a wish for fans around here, because it's really the only place that I hear it. And then, and then wishful, wishful Chiefs fans that believe like. This is just going. This is going to fall all over Denver's faces. This isn't going to work here with Sean Payton and what they're doing. Look what they're doing. Like this thing in Denver is going to crash and burn. Listen, I, I know many may hope it does because I do think D'Amico is going to be compared to that because I think they were the top two candidates in the in the cycle, arguably. But when you look at what's going on with Denver and the track record of the guys that are there and the staff they're putting together and what they have there. Like, it may crash and burn. I just don't know how people look at this and say, boy, this isn't going to work. It may not, but I just don't know how you look at this and say, Sean Payton, now Vance Joseph, like he wouldn't hire a former head coach and a guy with a lot of experience. How you look at this and say, this ain't going to work. That, that that one is blowing me away with people with that. Yeah, I, I don't. I mean, like if, if, you're, if your definition of this ain't going to work is they're not going to win a Super Bowl, your prop, odds are you're right. Like, odds are you're right. But I'm just here to tell you, of all of the hires this year, and we're starting to see staff more and more staffs come together, I would bet that the Denver Broncos are more likely to have success sooner, more success sooner than the other, the other hires. I mean, and, the roster is is probably the well, best yeah, roster yeah, well, that's yeah, out I mean, there, you, and you, the staff. But really, show if we look if, if we look at it, right? Outside of, I mean, you look at Denver's roster, you look at you look at Arizona's roster, you you look at Carolina's roster, particularly on the defensive side of the football, um, and they're getting what's his name back? You just mentioned the kid from Atlanta. Oh, uh, the the receiver from uh, Atlanta. Yeah, I I can't. Um, the, the the gambler. Yeah, I can't remember. They, they're getting him. Uh, isn't that who, no, no, it's Jackson. Is he going to Jacksonville? Jackson, or Carolina. Okay, the, Jackson. my bad. But Carolina's de- their defensive guys on defense are real. Yeah. Anyway, point being is you look across. I mean, there's there's some pretty damn good rosters. Indianapolis's roster. There, there's some pretty good rosters now that some are missing quarterback pieces. Some have controversy going on at their quarterback position. But but there there's some decent rosters. Yeah. But I'm just telling you, if I had to bet on a, a, a higher in this cycle to get their team back to in the playoffs, get, being competitive get. again, it would. It, I would put. I would put all of my money on Sean Payton. Now I may lose, but I would put all of my money on Sean Payton. And every every time he makes a hire, I, I just I either go. Add, that's pretty good. Or adding the adding damn, the OC, a, he's also adding the OC Lombardi the, the Chargers that, uh, yep. to a staff. Third, third best passing game in football last year. Uh, it, yeah, I just don't – I don't get – like, it's like I – like, I have to ask myself, do I know who Sean Payton is? Like, what everybody's saying, do I remember Sean Payton? Do I, I had to go back and look at <laughs> where the Saints – do yeah. I remember that guy who, who had yeah. the Saints to where they were, right? And I, my, my, my thought is, and I see some on the text line, well, it's because of Russell Wilson. 
Like, listen, I don't, I don't know that I, I I'm not going to say that Russ is going to get back to any kind of elite level, but I damn sure believe that Sean Payton and, and that offense, and he'll find a way to make him a viable quarterback at least. And with their defense, if you look the way their defense played last year, if they got any, if their offense had just gotten anything, like they, they'd have been in playoff contention. And I, and I just don't think that Russell, I think Russell is not going to show what he was last year. I don't think he's going to repeat that. Oh, yeah, I, I would be highly surprised if, if Russ repeats that. The, the, the other thing about Sean and, and Russ is, like, Sean has the personality to go in there and take that. Like, Sean doesn't need, like, Nathaniel Hackett, now in hindsight we know he, he damn sure needed to keep his job. But, like, Nathaniel Hackett, you could look at him on the sideline and go, he needs a Peyton man. He needs a sheriff to walk in and 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 run the locker room. You know what I mean? Like and he Russ needs, isn't comfortable he, doing that, even though his resume would say he could. Right, right, right. And Russ, yeah, Russ isn't relatable. Uh, he, he's not liked in the locker room. He's not he's not trusted and and respected in the locker room to that degree. But but my point in saying that is Sean don't need that. Sean 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 can walk in the locker room and and own the room himself, like. Guys on the defensive side of the football will will have trust and faith in Sean and his offense. They don't need to look over there and see Peyton Manning. You know, they don't need to look over there and see a future Hall of Famer that gives them a chance to win every single game because the guy is is, is a, a Mount Rushmore quarterback. They look at Sean and go, "Hey, Sean's got stuff handled on the offensive side of the football. He's got that kind of vibe, that kind of that kind of leadership, that kind of chemistry from that position. He doesn't need." Russ to be anybody other than a serviceable quarterback. And you hope for more when you pay him that kind of money, obviously. Yeah, yeah. But he doesn't need you to do anything more than be a serviceable quarterback. Big three at three. Number three. All right, last night in uh, Columbia, South Carolina, a an odd scene to say the least as uh, Alabama, we talked about this yesterday, uh, they're uh, the number two team in the country. Their best player, Brandon Miller, who uh, was okay to play last night after uh, Tuscaloosa police testified that he brought a now former teammate a handgun used to kill a woman uh, in January. Uh, Brandon Miller, he played last night and he scored a career high 41 points including uh, the game or the game tying uh, basket uh, in regulation and the game winner uh, in overtime as they won by two in Columbia, South Carolina. Uh, Clint, yeah, I mean, you look at it. He played a great game, but it was uh, it was uncomfortable at times to watch with the crowd. Every time he touched the ball, it, they were yelling, "Lock him up!" You could it just felt like a real uncomfortable scene right there. I heard them saying before the game, the Alabama shoot around was just quiet, no music, no yeah. nothing. It was just a weird, weird, uncomfortable scene last night in Columbus. Well, you got to think it's going to get worse. Yep. Um, with with all that's going on, it, it's it's going to do nothing but get worse. Um, you know, the the more details that come out, the the more uh, all of us talking heads know and not think, but you know, uh, like right now, one of the biggest talking points. I watched Stephen A. and Will Bond and 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 Paul Feinbaum talk about it this morning. You know, the the forget the basketball aspect of it with the kid playing last night. And just think the 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 program has known for five plus weeks what all went on. They know they know what we now know that the police are 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 uh, are saying and and what's been made public. What's now. been made public that's that's 
you know, that the attorney has admit, has admitted to it. And it just I would guess they that, probably even they, know more. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, they, 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 Paul Feinbaum was talking about there. I mean, there's there is all kind of video footage down there in that area of, of they know who was there, they know when people came, when people left, and. and and the the program chose to continue to allow the kid to go out there and play basketball. It, it's it's um, I, I listened to the athletic director from Alabama talk this morning. They he had a statement prepared. I'm shocked. I mean, I I am I, 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 am, I am absolutely shocked. And in this case, it's it's the worst case scenario because someone got killed. But there's there's situations like this. That go on all over the country. Kids get caught with guns. Kids get caught with drugs. Kids get caught, and the coaches come in and bail them out. Oh no, 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 no! That wasn't the case. They weren't this. They weren't that. And they they sweep it under the rug, and the kids playing again. And, and it, like it, 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 it's just a, it is a that athletic director talking this morning. It was it was awful to next, listen to. And the next game is against your Razorbacks. Their next road game is in College Station. Uh, so that that ought to be interesting. Go read Rowdy's. It'd be interesting as well. All right, coming up, I think some potential great news for the Texans moving forward, but not real great news for me personally. We'll discuss that <laughs> coming up next. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. What tickets are giving away this hour, Ty Ty? We are giving away Kenny Chesney tickets this hour, sir. That's right. Right there, see, I think right there, that gives him more motivation to complete his task on Friday. What's that? You, give him, you let him crack that mic, baby, and get in there. I think it makes him feel more apt to say, all right, man, I'm involved in this thing. So so you just job. offered me an opportunity to, to, as you say, crack the mic. So hopefully I do something later this week. Not hey. not that you really were asking me out of wanting to know. I, want, I wanted to know. That was a great pickup, I wanted Tyler. to know, but I also want to make passes to you. I didn't feel like you really wanted to, to know. make passes to you to keep you happy because I know in the fourth quarter I'm going to need you. But now my happiness is pretty much drained out because it feels like that Price was a falsified Price motive. Should, I should have kept it to myself, but... Yeah, probably. Yeah, I, I mean, I don't think I don't, I don't. I don't think you did yourself any favors there, T. Uh, show. Yeah, he'll be ready. If I'm being yeah. completely right there, honest. And remember, man, dude, hmm. he's keeping me involved. He's keeping me involved. Oh, That's show, let be. me crack the mic. <laughs> Thanks, show. <laughs> I'll do anything you want. <laughs> it's for the people. I do it for y'all to get that on Friday. I'm so proud. Tell you what, man. I'm proud. Just of the greatest producer in the world, Tyler T. Mill. He's uh, he's building towards that, like the Texans. Um. Building like Ooh. that towards building towards that like the Texans better than the Texans. Let's say that. Say, we know your opinion of how they're building. Show that, that, that didn't. You, oh, I like. I like. Where I, I, I mean, mean, I like. You know, the we, recent one there, movie. There's they a made. couple things we live by in this building, and one of them is, you know, quickest quickest way out of a hole is to quit digging. No, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, like. You, the, you're three minutes into this segment, and I, I feel I like, like the you, one you are shoveling your ass off. I like the one move they made. I ain't helping you out either. You don't have to. I like the one move they made. <laughs> oh, you're getting buried. <laughs> Even if I had a ladder, like right next to me, I'd say, nope. Do you remember when Shannon You're Sharp, in the bottom of the hole right now, T. You, you might want to ask for that ladder. <laughs> <laughs> you remember what Tyler said? You remember Shannon Sharp with uh, Ray Buchanan? He said, do I like Ray Buchanan? No. If he if he was on the side of the road and his car was caught on fire, would I, would I stop to give him a ride to pick him up? No. <laughs> <laughs> he can't play dead in a horror movie. 
Can't play dead in the Western. Come on, man. Get that right. Nah, he, he was going to say Western, but he changed it. I heard it when he said yeah, he was he, about to say Western. He changed it to a horror, uh, horror movie. Be cool. Yeah. yeah he, he, went, he went a different way with Davis Mills in mind. All right. Um, this is. I think this is good news for the Texans, especially if you're looking to try to, 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 to gain and, and be more competitive and get more wins. Uh, ESPN's Jeff Darlington speculates, Clint, that the Bills could be a perfect landing spot for the Titans' Derrick Henry, the all-pro running back, if Tennessee decides to move on from him. Uh, and, and we look at what Tennessee is doing. They have moved on with from Zach Cunningham. They've moved on from Taylor Lewan, their kicker. Uh, they've made several moves where it looks like, Clint, that they are at least re, like resetting things. Uh, and, and and not just going for it like I think they had been. Two years ago, they were the number one seed in the conference. Last year, they were making a push at the injury, but it looks like they're maybe potentially making some uh, some changes, and this would be the time potentially to try to get something out of uh, out of Derrick Henry. And with the Texans, like now, man, if you've got Tennessee potentially in a restart, reset, rebuild, the Colts are in a rebuild with you, you've got the most money in draft. Uh, ammo right now. Jacksonville right now seems to be the only team that you look at, Clint, in the division right now that you're like, all right, they are they are somewhere moving in a different space than we are. The rest of the division is either rebuilding or at the very least with Tennessee resetting, especially if they trade Derrick Henry. So this could be this could be huge for the Texans, not to mention Derrick Henry just beats the brakes off the Texans every time he faces. Yeah, I mean, it, it, this is this would that would be a big move. I mean, he's got one year left on his contract, um, and so you know you got he's got some money spread over twenty four, twenty five. But uh, one year left on his contract. If you're gonna it, it, you either let him become a free agent and get nothing for him, or you move him now and try to get something for for one year, um, and you 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 know you you save you save a little bit of money in, in the process. It looks like. Um, but to your point, I mean, the, the Jacksonville Jaguars, I think, are leading the division. I don't think they're going to slow down. I think they're going to continue to get better. I agree with um, that. They're, they're several steps ahead of everybody else. I think Indy is better than than folks give them credit for, especially if Shane Steichen gets uh, – I mean, look, I, I, I think they're the right quarterback away from being – pushing Jacksonville for the division and, and being, being a playoff caliber football team. Um, and and you look at, at Tennessee, um, boy, you, you – you move Derrick Henry or shift away from Derrick Henry. You're re, you're rebuilding to hell with restart. I mean, well, you're you're, re- not only are you rebuilding, I mean, you're, you're trading away your entire identity. Yep. Um, and, and you're trusting Vrabel is trusting ultimately Tim Kelly to to to, to figure out what their what that organization is going to do offensively. Oh, God, I, for, I, I mean, forgot about Tim Kelly. Yeah, running the I mean, show that, there. that's a uh, yeah show. That's a that's a wild ride, man. I mean, uh, especially when you don't have. You know, if they had a Patrick Mahomes type of guy, I'm not saying that the Pat we know that's five straight AFC championships, you know, two two of three Super Bowls. I'm talking about just a guy that you thought was going to be, like you could see the light at the end of the tunnel. This dude's going to be special. Like we've got to start, we got to start moving in the direction of being more of a spread football team, a more pass-oriented, creative offense. And, and uh, you know, we got to build around this guy. They don't even have that guy. I mean, they don't have, they don't, we're like offensively, outside of Derrick Henry, what do they got? They got Traylon Burks? 
Traylon Burks. I mean, I'm higher on Traylon than most folks. Arkansas Razorback. That, I think he's much better than he was, was this year. Right. But that, damn. Yeah, that tight end was all right. Uh, oh, yeah, 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 uh, yeah. Uh, well, don't don't try. I, I can't don't have it. Oak, oak, oak something. <laughs> don't try. Oh, it's it's an O. It's an O, and it's. I ain't got it tough. either. I ain't got it it's either. But o. I remember it being one of them names. Yeah, it's like an African young <laughs> man. O, o something. Like a Goomba Wale. I got that. It ain't that though. There's a K in there. Oak Ronquo. Uh, no, maybe closer to that. He plays no, for the a, Titans, not to. Not no, the I know. I know. He's a tight names. end. But, I know but there was some promise. Good young. Yeah, yeah. Good young player. I ain't got his name though. But yeah, I mean, so. Yeah, I mean you're you're right, man. I mean you you gotta unfortunately you can't put the Texans, uh, you know, ahead of anybody. But you gotta believe that that the 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 Titans, if they move Derrick Henry, they they from a a prediction or an expectation standpoint, you gotta believe that they're neck and neck with the Texans in the bottom of this division. No, yeah, they like you said. I think that's the point. They've traded away their identity. Like they're just starting over right there. Yeah, with, with Malik Willis. And Traylon Burks and the tight end. And that tight end. Yep. Fella. I ain't going to lie to you, by the way, on a personal level. Uh, that would concern me. What would? Bills with. Oh, 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 oh. Kansas City. Bills with Derrick Henry? Hold <laughs> on, oh, no, uh, that would, that would That would concern me. I'm going to tell you, like, I will admit right now, I'm sure. I, that would be. That would be something. Because Derrick Henry has routinely given the Chiefs problems. There yeah. and then Josh Allen, like you think about them two dudes in the run game. Say, oh yeah. hell! Yeah, yeah. I mean, you <laughs> you put and, and the the crazy thing is, it it wouldn't be. I don't need. I don't like that. Like actually. it's it's very it's very doable for the Bills. I hate to to, to because I mean you look at I'm looking Derek Derek Henry's contract. Oh, yeah. He's got one year, um. So whatever you're gonna give up for him is gonna be minimal, right? I mean it, it there, there, it's it's not gonna be what you would think Derrick Henry would get because he's only got one year on his contract. And, and what I say, you got to pay him. I think there's, it'd be a nine million dollar hit, but I think it's twelve or thirteen million dollars on his contract. So yeah, you can um, make that work. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you wouldn't have to give up a, a ton, and then and then you'd have the opportunity to re- if it worked out. And him and Josh Allen, boy, them two downhill. Good God, um, <laughs> they're two, but, the most physical guys at their position. Let them get a lead. In that the can fourth. run. That can move. stop the good run. God. Yeah, good luck stopping that run. Yeah. Um, okay, now yeah, I don't like somebody needs to jump in. <laughs> somebody needs to jump in the middle of that let's one. Let's see, you got another year, Tennessee. <laughs> yeah, hang in there. Let Derek, give Derek. You you deserve. Derek deserves one more year in in Tennessee. Uh, in, in Nashville. Because yeah, I think Josh's real big money hit kicks in the year after, right? I, I, like the real big money. Oh, Josh Allen? Yeah, yeah. So, so they're not even as far under as you would think. Yeah. All right, coming up, be listening. Soon as we get back, your chance to win a four-pack of tickets for Kenny Chesney. Your chance to win coming up next right here on The Drive. Sports Radio 610 presents The Drive with Sterner and Hughley. All right, let's do it right now. Caller number three. Caller number three. Uh, your chance right now to win a four-pack of tickets uh, to see Kenny Chesney to see Kenny Chesney uh, at the Houston Rodeo March 15th. Caller number three, 713-572-4610. Your chance to win a four-pack of tickets. Right now, Tyler will get you set up. Caller number three. Uh, March 15th. Um, God, I've never been so happy. What happened? You know, I've been, uh, as I was just absolutely, um, just absolutely crushed, uh, for the amount of, uh, showers I go through before changing the towel. He is nasty. And yeah, you know, I, and it was in my head, you know, when I showered this morning, really, 
really smelled that towel uh, in a major way after three uh, three showers in that puppy. Uh, I've talked to several people around the office, and, and most of them are uh, are under three three to four days. That's it's pretty pretty common, got, yeah. Except for Mel. She's the uh, she's uh, she's not just the PD anymore. She just she got a. She's a running person. things around here. She's running things around. Vice president of uh, I think programming. Vice president uh, of operations. That's right. Talked to her. I said, "How often do you change your towel when you shower?" She said, "Truthfully, by a week and a half." No, she didn't. I almost had her come and get on the air right now. You should have. I'm thinking about you. You I, need I'm you need of, you need a female. She is a to female definite, oh, to definitely. Yes. And, oh, I'm gonna. Can, help can, you out with this situation. Can we bring, I will bring her on. Because there, bring her there on. was another female that just walked by here yeah, and, was, and was holding her nose, talking about Pew Wee. Yeah, she said and no I more thought than somebody farted in the hallway, but she was actually talking about you she and said your no towels. More. She said no more than two days. Yeah. So, yeah, I mean, it, I think it would do you a lot of good for Melissa to come in here and. Thank you so much. She and, said, and, 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 she uh, said now, I, I don't go no more than two weeks, is what she said. She said, I don't go no more than two weeks, but. Generally, I will. Uh, I, 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 I'm, I'm more a week and a half. A week and a half. Hear that? I know you were working. No, I was hooking our guy uh, Mike up with these uh, Congratulations, Chesney Mike. tickets. Got them, out in, got them Chesney tickets? Yeah, our guy Mike out in Splendora. He said, oh, my family's going to be happy about this one. Come on, man. Four pack? Uh, four, four pack. Two pack. Four pack. Man. Always. Four pack to Kenny? So so what were you saying? What did I miss? M- Mel, Melissa? Yeah. With week, and a, week and a half. Week and a half before she changes towel? Yep. See? She said sometimes two weeks. No more than two weeks, she said. I mean, you got like, – Tyler, he's selling and, you and the way she, uh, the way she went on it – He's bringing this story to the air, which I, I did not witness, by the way. I, I've not I've – not, So I told I, her I to come see. on the air. She what said I she did would. witness in that break right when we were coming back Perfect. on air was Tori, another young lady, Tori. at the window right here in the studio, holding her nose and waving her hand like saying, Pee-wee, something stinks. And I'm literally going, did somebody fart in this hallway or what? And she's like, no, shows towels. They probably do smell a bit. I think she was talking about Tori. You know what I did? You know what I did today? When I got out of the shower. And the way she explained it, I'm going to let her explain. We have to bring her on later on. I'm going to let her explain it. She was, it's the the most, I'm going to let her do it herself. Because I I feel like I'm putting words in her mouth. Let her do it herself. Not alone up in here. I'm, still, I'm, 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 I'm just telling you, I, I got out of the shower. I got out of the shower. I did my deal. Like I said, I go to the sink, and I use my towel throughout my my time in the in the bathroom. Um, but I literally, when I got done, I picked my towel up, and it's it, it, my towel is so damp that I couldn't imagine using it for more than a week. And your towel's that damp? Yes. My towel's never really that wet. Are, are you guys? Are you got, well? I don't. I don't doubt it with your little narrow ass. I, 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 like, like you, you got a lot of less surface water than showing eyes. Like I mean, I like mean, you, it I feel is like damp gra- though. It's, it's, I mean, but it, I hang it up and it's dry yeah, before I use drip, it again. Are I mean, you act like you just in the shower or something? No, you oh. act like you just walked out from. You grabbed the towel that you just got a Gatorade bucket put over the top <laughs> yeah. of you. I, every time <laughs> I go to use my towel the next day, it is completely hundred percent dry. Dry. Yep. Mine is not. If I if I we gotta if it do lasts that. We gotta get day. we gotta get mail. I, I know we got the general coming up uh, for for the second segment of four o'clock hour. We gotta get her. How many how many days you think how many days you think uh, NFL Hall of Famer John McClain? How many days you think he goes oh, in the well, same well, time? Well, that, he uh, might be on my side too. Twenty three or so. <laughs> <laughs> he, I, 
23 days is what I would say. I would be surprised if John said, we got three towels. <laughs> In the whole house. Including face everything. John McClain doesn't mince words. I bet, bet McClain's got more garage towels that he just cleans dust and oil and stuff up with than he does the towels he, he cleans <laughs> his own tail with. Funniest thing you ever said about that man is I bet he feels out of Lazy Boy. That, that, uh, oh, I bet he I bet he is perched in I, that, Lazy that Boy Chief. I, I just want to I want to uh, address <laughs> something because we talked about. You remember that. It's the funniest thing. <laughs> Two things you tell me. Fran Brent Salt and then John filling out a uh, <laughs> stay off that salt. But somebody in the trailer will and frame text line. As we, we were talking about Denver and their coaching staff, and someone texted in, you guys have been criticizing D'Amico's coaching staff since day one, and now you love Sean Payton's. You, like, if you just – listen, if you've listened to the things we've said about our issues – and our concerns about the coaching staff, and then you look at Sean's coaching staff, it like it is the opposite of it. Like Sean is a Hall of Fame head coach with as much experience as anybody. You think, all right, he's got enough head coaching experience that hell he could he he it would make more sense if he hired a bunch of young guys because he he you know he's there now he hired an ex head coach yeah. he hired it like he's got another. He's got another guy who's been an offensive coordinator for the last couple of years with the Chargers just on his offensive staff. He's not even the OC. And our our thing – Who was getting head coach interviews last year, by the got, way, albeit who, it was the Texans. He got one. But, yeah, he got one. He got a uh, uh, head coaching interview <laughs> by the Texans. But he's been an OC before. And and not just and, – and as we've said repeatedly, we're not saying it ain't going to work. But the difference between it is – the experience and what these guys have or people who have held the positions before. Like Joe Lombardi has been an OC the last two years. He's not even an OC there. He's just an offensive member of the staff. The Texans don't have anybody on the staff right now who've held their job before. So, so he, he Joe Lombardi was the OC last year of the third, I think it was the third rated pass offense. Except for Frank, the special ninth, teams. Ninth, ninth best uh, overall offense production-wise. Um and if you watch the Chargers play, they weren't they weren't good. Like they were the number thirty running team in, in in the league. But if you watched them play, it was it was damn near by design. They didn't run the football. They threw the football to what's my man's name? What's the little, the, the, the Chargers a little back? Oh yeah, uh, Austin, Austin Eckler. Eckler. I mean, you're, you're talking about a, a an unbelievably unique skill set at the running back position. He got the most out of. You're talking about what's what's the tight end's name that we like so much that was with, with the Chargers? Oh, Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett. Gerald Everett. Uh, kind of kind of a, a a more athletic tight end than most. Got the most out of. Um, I mean, he made Palmer their number three wide receiver. He made that guy look good a good chunk of the time. I mean, um, now one might ask, well, why is he on the streets? Okay, I get that, but but I mean, you're talking about Sean Payton, the best offensive mind that that is is in this cycle for damn sure one of the best in the league just hired an offensive mind that's been an offensive coordinator for one of the one of the, the best passing offenses in football that like I said was had the ability to get creative and get the most out of unique talent talent skill players on offense like it, it's and again we may be I may be I don't want to speak for y'all I may be dead ass wrong I, I mean I hope I hope Bobby Slowick makes me eat every bit of crow in Houston I hope that's the case. But when you start comparing coaching staffs, I mean, hell, there's a lot to talk about in Carolina. There is a lot to talk about in Denver. I mean, you get down here to Houston, and it's it's 
It's a lot of unknown. Because, like, if you j- j- just say it, right? Like, listen, I want to say this 100,000 times because many of you will just act like this has not been said and just say, oh, you just say negative things, so that's all you do. You are pretty negative. I think D'Amico <laughs> Ryans, I know, me and you will say the same thing, but good Lord, everybody else's ears hear something else when you say it. Hold somebody on, called, somebody, Somebody literally called me, this is why you're not, this is why, uh, you're not a Texan because you said this. And literally me and you were saying the same. All three of us were saying the same exact thing. And I guess you two were, like you. were Texans. Uh, You're hard to like. Yeah, well, I'm easy to that like. person's hard to like as well. <laughs> uh, but I think D'Amico Ryans is going to be a really good coach. Mm-hmm. I think it's a not a good, a great hire for the Texans. He was my second choice. And only my second choice because I thought there was potentially the best choice we've seen out there available since Andy Reid in 2012. So I think D'Amico has a really good chance to be a great coach in this league and has a great chance to lead you to a place that fans here want to get to. But if I told you, Clint, right now, all right, man, Sean Payton's going to be here. He's bringing Vance Joseph as his defensive coordinator. He's bringing in Joe Lombardi, who was an offensive coordinator for the Chargers the last couple of years, just to be a part of the staff. Hasn't even hired the OC yet. If I'm telling you that's running your offense and your defense, Sean Payton and Vance Joseph, I mean, how excited would you be about we're not saying it's going to guarantee wins, but the 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 build up the build up yeah. and what they're doing. If I told you Sean Payton's running your offense and going to be in charge of your quarterback and Vance Joseph is running your defense. Like Stoked. He, right? Amped. And not and not a ton of, well, I wonder what it's going to be like. I wonder what their defense is going to be like or what their offense is going to be like. You've seen both of those cats have success in the league on their sides of the ball. And they're building, like, you got, I mean, you you got multiple head coaches and multiple offensive coordinators that are, yeah. that are on the staff. Yeah, I mean, I guess your your folks that don't like hiring retread coaches, I guess it would would be. I mean, in any capacity would would uh, would be the only the only pushback, and and I have none. I have no problem, especially when it's Sean Payton. I have no problem with. Yeah, with, I'm not. Yeah, we're not I mean, talking it, about it. Make, it makes perfect. This is the third stint that Joe Lombardi's been with with Sean Payton. Makes perfect sense. Come on in. I know who I'm getting. You know what I want out of my quarterbacks and my 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 play calling. Come on in. It's it's an it's an it's a great it's a it's a qualified ad with a ton of experience that he's familiar with that's joining his staff for the third time. Makes perfect sense. Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, Denver's putting a, a good a good staff together relative to experience and and guys that have been there and done it. Yeah, yeah. We'll see exactly what it is the uh, the uh, the Texans as they continue. Like I said, not saying it ain't gonna work. Just just a lot of I'm not sure. Yeah, I'm not sure. A lot of wait and see. Yeah, a lot of wait and see. Not sure, and it's gonna be as you said. I think you said this. It's gonna be exciting to watch and wait and see. But it's a. It's a I'll tell you see. this on the offensive side of the football. If 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 this thing works out in Houston, which again I I hope it I hope it does. I'm I'm just I'm just nervous of the unknown and the inexperienced. But if it works out, D'Amico is gonna he is going to to birth. I mean, some absolute stars. In terms of offensive coaches, oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like they're, that, gonna, have just, a, they're gonna have a run of them. Baby. Oh, they're gonna have a run. You talk about a pipeline now. I mean, it, it's going, and hopefully that is the case. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, 
what happens. All right, coming up next, we got uh, John McClain, NFL Hall of Famer John McClain, and he is live from Astros Spring Training, folks. John McClain joins us next. On the beach when they're running, women jumping up and down, topless. 